Thank you for listening to this programme from the Forever Manchester Radio and Podcast Network. Forever Manchester is a charity that raises money to fund and support community activity across Greater Manchester. Check out forevermanchester.com to find out more. For happy days. For amazing ways. For people who care. For people who dare. For great opportunities. For amazing communities. For a hand up, not a handout. For you. For me. For everybody. Forever Manchester. Let's do something extraordinary. Join the movement. ForeverManchester.com With me now is Anif Akinola, a renowned vocalist, writer, producer and ex-record label owner. Hi. Do you consider yourself to be a producer or a performer? Um, or both, uh, uh, or neither of those. Um, I, I used to have a term for it. Um, well, a facilitator, because um, I don't think I'm not a great singer. Some say I've got a voice of a kind, but it's kind of unique as to what it does. But can't be saying I'm a musician. Great ideas, you know. I, I love coming up with ideas and concepts and stuff, you know, which has later served me well in terms of you know um, finding people and thinking this will work. You know what I mean? And then if, you know, eventually it does go and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what, you know, I, I'd like to say survivor because <laughs> the industry's changed. I've watched, now I'm 30 years in and watching the industry change over the time. I'm still writing songs with 18-year-olds now, which to me is great, you know what I mean? And, that, and I'm watching them do four, five million on Spotify on that person's own label. And you've got to remember, because that's doing it on Spotify, people, some people in the industry hate Spotify, I think it's brilliant. They get paid, that's their money. You know what I mean? For something that they thought they would possibly never get paid for. But they in that, they've not had to give any of their rights away. They've not had to kiss ass anyone. They've not had to do millions of trips to London. They've not even had to put up with people saying, oh, it needs this, it needs this, we think such and such and such and such. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and stuff. And to me, that is... Well, it avoids that whole process, well, well, doesn't well, it? Yeah, well, that's a, a massive revolution to me. Yeah. Because, you know, you could be doing that and, you, you know, you could still be working at Aldi. You come home and then this is your joy, this is the thing that makes you buzz, you know what I mean? And stuff. This is the thing that makes Aldi, you know, not that Aldi's bad, Aldi's quite good, you know what I mean? That other grimy shops are available uh, but that's the thing that you hope one day one's going to go off massive and for a lot of artists it does you know a lot of artists who are consistent you know they you know it's shocking how many the careers they can make you know what i mean and stuff and uh earn a living out of it and um be able to not have to compromise which i, I you know i think is fantastic how did you get involved with kirsty mccall oh that was um we signed to virgin and uh we was with amazing a and guy rest in peace now mick clark who signed Jazzy B, he signed uh, Curtis Mantronics, Run DMC, God, um, Maxi Priest, lots of fantastic black music. He worked in a record shop, you know, and just loved black music and ended up as A&R, one of the best in the world, you know what I mean? And we signed to Virgin, we, we had a first A&R guy, he left and then we ended up with Mick and we were so glad we got with him. He was a bit political as well back in the day and that was great, you know what I mean, because some of them wanted to just play it safe, but he was like, nah, be who you want. And obviously he'd got a lot of black musicians who, there was stuff going on, so that was coming through the music. So he was just loving it, he was just, yeah, bring it, bring it, bring it, go with it, you know what I mean? And, you know, wouldn't hassle for where are the masters, where's this, where's that? You know, if you needed money, you, you get it, you know what I mean, and stuff. So um, he told me that um, an artist called uh, Kirsten McCall had heard um, my song, Black Whip, 
she you know um being political as well while rest in peace and um and she just said look love your voice but she didn't just send me the tape and stuff she said right Wanted to come down, stay at my house, blah, 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 meet the kids and meet the meals. But her husband, Steve Lillywhite, he produced you 2 the Joshua Trees right. and, and stuff like that. You know, so, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm in a studio for one minute. I'm in Longside. Next minute, I'm in a studio with Steve Lillywhite. You know what I mean? And that was like, whoa, what do you think about this, Hanif? And, and it was just like, wow. You know what I mean? Anyway, so <laughs> I wrote the track, you know, because it had been offered other tracks. I turned down Banana Rama, you know what I mean? Which they were huge at the time. Yeah. I said, you know what? I don't want, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's too. Now, if it had been, um, what was their um, thing is Shakespeare's sister? Yeah. I would have done that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but um, well, even in the commercial, there's still elements of cool, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when you're younger, you're a bit, you, obviously, you're a bit more fastidious, and you're rightly so. You know what I mean? Well, that's not cool. That's not cool. And I understand that. As you get older, you get up to understand. You know, I had to respect Pete Waterman for all the Kylie songs and stuff because you know, as much as I, I loved that whole thing, stuff got in my head, and I went. Fair dues, great song, brilliant, you know what I mean? If you're absolutely resistant to something and then it, it permeates into your thing and then you're singing it, then that is great songwriting, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff. So um, working with Kirsty, yeah, and the other great amazing thing is that my mum had emigrated to America, having lived there for 30 years, and she said, I'm going to America, and I hadn't seen her for 12 years. And so, so Kirsty was shooting a video, says, right, we're flying out to America, to New York. So I was like, oh my. So see my mum? Yeah, yeah, to see my mum, yeah. So I got to see my mum and that was that just made it extra special. You know what I mean? And also, you know, for my mum to think, oh, my son's coming here to shoot a video, you know what I mean? Because she didn't understand any... She, you know, she just loved me to have been a plumber or something like that. How times mean? change, mate, um, because yeah. now New York comes to Manchester to film, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Brilliant. Ian Brown's on your radar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is through um, a guy called um, Noel. And as he's, yeah, I'm in my bedroom and he, Noel just knocks on, oh, well, look, you know, and this is after Ian had not long left Stone Roses and was going through what he was going through. And Noel was helping him get back on his feet. I think they'd done the first little kind of, I don't know, what, what was it? I can't remember the first album before Dolphins and Monkeys and stuff. And then um, he says, look, we're looking for some tracks. And I says, all right. And I gave him a tape. Um, with some tracks on it, and three weeks later, it says Ian loves these two. I went, what? All right, wants to use this one and stuff. I went, right, cool, whatever. What do I do? He needs a part anyway. Me being so crappy, I had actually lost the program on my computer because it was just a mess. But I gave him the stereo track on a mini disc, and his producer says, no worries. They took it off the mini disc, so that's when you hear this, the track "Set My Baby Free." It's off a mini disc. It's just what I recorded on a mini disc. They just lifted it off. So it's okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, so there's no going and in. then played out. So yeah. use it like as the as the be, as yeah. the as yeah. the track. Put code over it and stuff like that, and then played little bits in. But I went like, wow, load of people that just says, nah, I need the parts, but not Ian. He was so cool about it, and you know what I mean. And I got enough love for him, you know what I mean. And and that, you know what, that's something I think is endemic about Manchester. Honestly, even when I'm driving out, I, I smiling because I think what a great place. I, you know, I think. Are you being stupid? You don't, you're not being hard enough. I think, you know what? I don't want to really go anywhere else. You know, other places have got water shortages. Other places are burning up with the sun. Other places are, you know what I mean, have got nonsense going on, locking kids up in cages. But I, I think, you know what? It's all right. It's all right, this place, you know what I mean, and stuff. And I want to make it better. And also, you know, I, I kind of think there's an attitude and stuff whereby you can say, okay, right, all right, I'm going to pay you for the trap. You're going to pay me? Gave me a check. I looked on the checks and I went, how much? Whoa, mate. That's money. Yeah, and it was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. You know what I mean? And stuff. So I've got absolutely loads of respect for it. And what's mad about that 
is I knew Remy, the drummer, before he joined Stone Roses. Because I worked in the Square Albert pub. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I worked at consorts, the, the wine bar downstairs. And me and Remy used, were, were barmen down there. We used to play this super cool music, you know, laid back jazz and stuff. And we used to get, um, I think, Martin Moscrop and a couple of the Kalima lot and the Swamp Children used to come in. I, I actually put the prices up a little bit and then I would say, look, I'll give it you cheaper. So, <laughs> I mean, it's the, then, you know, so they felt like they're getting. You never lose that playground wheeling and no, dealing, no, do you? I, I, I can't. And I got sacked for, they said I was doing the till. I think Bob said I was doing it, and I've got, oh, Jesus, you can't win. I wasn't even doing the till, I wish I was. You know what I mean? And we got it packed. We actually got the place packed. And I'm certain it was Remy who did the library. I'm going to talk to you about Backyard Dog now. Oh, wow. Now, I know Baddest Roughest. Yeah. The Coca-Cola angle absolutely it was floats my boat. World Cup, yeah, well, you know, but that that's what publishers do. That Those are the things that, uh, you know, are incredible. Those are the things that, when you get to majors, can actually happen. You know what I mean? And stuff, which, you, you know... I, th- I think it freaked some people out. But even getting signed, that Backyard Dog, because I did, I, the song was six years old before it got signed. You know, yeah. it, it'd gone through two incarnations. One was the first version, then I changed it. You know, um, well, I've been seven years working with Lloyd in the studio, and then, you know, we, we got the track, and then we nearly got it signed, but it didn't happen. I went back in on a track and did some more stuff, did a totally different version and played that to some people, sent it to my friend Sally Gross, who I've, I've not even mentioned Sally. She's been my friend since Chapter and the Verse. She, right. she looked after, she's ended up looking after a damp ski, uh, ended up looking after lots of um, Skinny Man, uh, Moby right. and stuff. All these, you know, uh, she looks after a band called Gotan Project now and stuff. But she's always been like a, just an amazing sounding sounding board and she was my manager right. and um, I still is kind of my manager you know what I mean I won't do anything without her advice and stuff and uh, she took it round to loads of labels in London and they weren't getting it you know what I mean and stuff and then uh, Caroline Ellery who's in Manchester as well another person who signed me because I, I ended up getting signed to not Universal BMG right. who were the first company to have an outside office up in um, Juicy House which was Caroline she had that for like 12 years which was unheard of a London major having an office outside of London, you know what I mean? So she's the one who ended up signing Coldplay. Right. And also picked up Mark Owen, who then went on back and went back when um, Take That got back together. And, pick, and now she she's signed Adele and stuff. So it, it just kind of reinforces that this enrichment of, you know, this those who love Manchester and, and understand what it's about, you get back what you put in twofold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was up in this office. So, um, you know, that, that whole thing happened. And, you know, when I heard that, it had gone to Coco and, they wanted, and, and, you know, they wanted the record to use for the World Cup. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? The label were kind of disappointed. Because remember, the record had been out before then. We got to number 12. They, they wanted it to be number one. You know what I mean? They really were. And that's the kind of thing, well... It doesn't kind of sing, you know, because I'm thinking, it doesn't, I could be so lucky. It went, and I think, you know, I think the British public, to get a number one, it really has to, even, you know, the other number one was, no, 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 no. That might, you know, got did well, you know what I mean? But ours was going, you know, I think ah, but Coca-Cola saw some value in it. Yeah, yeah, well, and yeah. that gave it a worldwide. Oh, oh, yeah, platform, absolutely. Platform. You know what I mean? And it, you know, it's still doing that. It ended up on Ali G, ended up on Bend It Like Beckham. You know, so I'll never take away that thing about 
doing that thing of having something that resonates with people for some reason, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, they're all a joy and, you know, still carrying on doing them kind of things now. When you were talking before about Mancunians putting in, understanding the vibe, understanding the whole Mancunian thing, you put in there and you're going to get back, yeah? Mm. You ends up the theme on a Hollywood blockbuster. <laughs> Manchester gets to Hollywood. Well, it, 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 well, it, you know, I don't know. It, I kind of think, and it's something I still hear today, whereby I think a lot of musicians in Manchester, I think they're a lot freer and they're not scared. I think there's a level of cool in trying to not be cool. Like, I don't care. You know, I'm having fun. I enjoy it. If, if it makes you laugh, it's good. You know what I mean? If, if it makes us feel better than we did before, then it has value. You know what I mean? And stuff. And if you think about it, how many of the bands are really super serious? If you think about it, are they intense guys? No, the Gallagher's aren't. We know that they're, they're having a laugh about getting back together again. You think about Stone Roses and such. A, you know, yeah, they're serious on the music, but in terms of their attitude to life and such and such, you know what I mean? And I kind of think that's something particularly a lot different to when they had that whole Blur. You know, Blur was like, we're public school and it's very serious. And, you know what I mean? It's, oh, we're back. Mate, we're, we're, we're here for the crack. You know yeah. what I mean? And, stuff. and we're going to take you on for the number yeah, one spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, and stuff. And, um, and I kind of think, you know, when I look at even bands present like Levels, and other artists, even IMDBB and stuff, and there's a kind of chilledness with them. You know, we've got part life which goes off, you know what I mean? Which is another, you know, I, there's still this feeding of this energy. And the other thing I've not even said is about, I kind of think, the other thing which is, I think, enriches Manchester is the students. Because I kind of class it as a, a blood transfusion every year. We have a massive blood transfusion of lots of new energy coming with new ideas let loose from the parents. And yeah, 50% of them might go back, 25% stay, 10% of them go on to make major impacts within this city. You know what I mean? You look at the Graphene Centre, you look at all the different things that have come, you look even on the little park where I know people outright... Um, Mac OS X and stuff like that. You know, if you want to get geeky about it, you might not realise the impact people in Manchester have, but if you take their bits out of from making a compute from suffragettes, you know, this world would be a whole lot of different place. You know what I mean? And then I go into, is, you know, is it made up? We, you know, I, I kind of say in Manchester, we've lived in the future as well because we, we had a gay village when, you know, people wouldn't want to say the word gay, you know what I mean, and stuff, for years. And then we've had, you know, it Chinatown, and we've had um, the Curry Mile and stuff. So we've had these things that have represented multiculturalism. Forever. Forever. And they've grown up on a norm. And what are you on about? What, you know what I mean? Such and such. It's, it's I get funny enough, that's something I get quite hung up on sometimes. Yeah. You know, political correctness yeah. was about 30 years too late. Because mm -hmm. Manchester yeah. has always been that anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, what are yeah, you yeah. trying to tell us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, it's great in that, you know, I, I kind of say we've been living in the future for ages. And if you think about it, you know, is it by chance Rolls-Royce and suffragettes, you had the first Pan-African conference. You kind of think, if you were to write all the things down on a list and say, right, we're going to write a Hollywood movie about this place where all these things, they're going to, oh, no one's going to believe that. Yeah. Bit cartoon, that yeah, it's no one's gonna believe that that's not real, but it is, but it actually is real, yeah. You know? And then we take it to football, you know what I mean? And what you know, Busby and then Man United, and now we've got City coming through, you kind of think, oh, stop, please, stop, <laughs> it's too much now, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, it's just like the success story just keeps keeps going, yeah, 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 it, it yeah. never stops. And if you add to all the stuff you've just been talking mm -hmm. about there, the world firsts, the um, the Nobel Prize winners, yeah, 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 20 odd of them, Manchester University, right? Okay. 
the atom was split here. Yeah. And then Manchester goes and declares itself the world's first nuclear-free city. Yeah. Which I've no quite got my head around right. that, the, the irony of yeah. that. But if you take all the first, if you take the history, if you take Cottonopolis, if you take... Well, you take even the bomb. Even the bomb in, in the Arndale, you know, there's no one thinking. And then we rebuilt. We haven't stopped building, you know right. what I mean? We're an ongoing good example of yeah. how life should be. Brilliant. And how I want it to be, and I want it to be even better. You know, that that's when I, you know, I'm, I'm buzzed about, you know what I mean, um, you know, certain things. Uh, here's an example, Terry. I live on Ayers Road, right? On Ayers Road, there, there was an old lighting place. And what happened about uh, about 15 years ago, uh, Chinese consortium bought and turned it into a little clinic. Now, what happened was um, you'd, uh, first year, you'd see a lot of young Chinese kids used to come down road, mega quiet, or with labels and stuff. You know, obviously, they come from um, rural China to have a kind of experience. So you'd have kids who would think about going to university, stuff like that. When they come down the road now, oh, my God, they are so noisy. It is incredible. And witnessing that change, you know what I mean? And how many of these kids are going to stay in Manchester, you know what I mean? And, stuff. and that's because of the Chinese village, you know what I mean? Chinatown, yeah. whereby China, you know, we, you know, we was making them inroads when, when China was, you know, still class as poor. You know what I mean? It wasn't a super uh, superpower on the world stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, you know, we, we, we had that cultural exchange going on. And stuff. So you know, and now they're gonna they're gonna invest up near the airport. You know, I mean, a massive building up there. And you know, I kind of think that's why, as I said, it's a great place to be in. Isn't it? It is. It is. It is. Listen, finally, you do lectures and conferences, don't you, and speeches and things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, Young people, students. Oh, all absolutely. Well, you know what? What do you? I was gonna say, what do you bring to the table? Well, You've obviously what, got a story to it's tell. It's what they give back to me. Yeah. I'm hearing stuff like what. What are you thinking about doing? Whoa, right, okay, I know a guy who does this. If we do this and this, uh, that, we could possibly achieve that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always doing um, talks at BIM, SSSR, and uh, a lot of the other music colleges and stuff like that because, you know, I, you know, I, I, they're the lifeblood, you know what I mean? And I, that's why I want education to be free again. I don't care, you know what? I don't care if you go union DOS about. What I do care is that, you, what more important, that you meet a load of people who you like and say be lifelong friends that are going to change you forever. Or they're the people who are going to really come back for you when you t- rock bottom and help you out and get you on your feet. That's what uni's about. You know what I mean? Yeah, the paperwork and stuff is thingy. You know what I mean? I've never used um, um, algebra. I've never used a logarithm. I learned them in school. I've never used it. You know what I mean? And stuff. Got calculators to do that. You know what I mean? But there are people who I've met and stuff. And I kind of think on the journey, that's what it's about. Networking and having that focus, that time away to do that. I kind of think it's priceless. And sometimes you get people who say, right, I want to go off to East Africa. I want to go and work with these people to do this. I want to go off to this part, to America to help do that. I say, right. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, what I say, take a bit of Manchester with you. Keep your absent broad. Yeah, where are you going? You know what I mean? And in stuff. it. And it, in, in it. You know what I mean? And, and I've actually called one of my companies in a bit. In a <laughs> and, bit. Uh, yeah, and, um, you know, and what's amazing, anywhere you'll go, you speak like you speak, you're fine. you like Man United or, hey, where are you from? You know what I mean? And stuff like that. You, you'll, you'll find another Manx somewhere. You know what I mean? Or someone who's, my parents were from Manchester. And you see in the face, they're proud that the parents, they might have been born in London, but the parents were originally from Manchester. Love it. Yeah. What's the world of oh, Annie Fakinola like right now? Oh, Presently. It's, it, it's mad. It's absolute madness, I've got to say, Terry. Um, 
Um, I'm working with um, uh, an artist called July the 7th at the moment. I was work- I'm was i working with a guy called Jamie McCool, who is about releasing. He's a- he was in a band called Black Lights and his manager, Chris Henneker. Um, also working with an artist called Amber Whitworth, who we're about to launch. You know, I'm still really enjoying it. I've got the Ironweed Project ongoing, which is my blues drum and bass thing. Um, I've just done a third album, which I've, I've not even had time to promote. I'm doing a thing with a guy called Marvin Alloys, who's linked in with SJM, Man- another powerhouse, yeah, Simon, you know Simon what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's, there's loads on the go. So there's loads of songs to come out and uh, loads of stuff to get done. Yeah, so, um, you know, and, and the other thing that I really like, I mean, it's a really happy time now because before you try and get signed, but now it's none of that. You just do it yourself, get it out. And it's also more about the song now. I've always been a song person. I've, you know, most of my things has always been also the vocal as well because you've got even now Google can write songs, but it can't sing them or it can't make a quirky line. You know, I've been going out with a girl. Her name is Julie. You know what I mean and stuff. So it can't come out with them things that make you think like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean and stuff. And so I still think it's really exciting times in music. Yeah, still buzzed about it and still really enjoying it. It's been lovely to chat to you. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have, really have. Hopefully we can chat soon. Maybe you can have more success and come back and tell us more stories. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping so, definitely hoping so. I still want my number one album in America. Still want number one in the UK. Still still questing for that, you know what I mean? And Good yeah, uh, you know, a nice old Mercury and a, a Grammy. You can leave um, a Brit Ward. I don't want them. I'll, I'm not even going to that. And if I can thank you very much. Thank you, Terry. For happy days. For amazing ways. For people who care. For people who dare. For great opportunities. For amazing communities. For a hand up, not a handout. For you. For me. For everybody. Forever Manchester. Let's do something extraordinary. Join the movement. Forevermanchester.com. Forever Manchester.